Welcome back to Corey and Lowry, episode 102. I'm um, here, uh, you know, we're getting into the thick of things here in the sports world. And I'm here uh, with my main man, Mr. Sammy C. Yeah. Sam, got some cooler weather rolling in the Charlotte over the season, calling for a chance of a white Christmas. Um, you know, just how's the life of a Sam Carter of the CLT? I mean, you know, this is a first or, you know, one of the first uh, sunny days in the past week and a half feels like um, it's a little chilly, but I don't hate it. I love yeah, the sunny weather. Nice to see the sun outside. Uh, we do want to remind you, next week, that Christmas special coming up, third annual. Um, I'm very excited for that, as I, I hope Sam is as well. But there could be a chance for snow that morning. Uh, not, maybe not sticking, but that would be a cool atmosphere. Um, Christmas special come up next week, um, so stay tuned. Not really stay tuned. Just keep your apps ready uh, on Tuesday Turn for on that uh, drop. Turn on notifications that for that drop. Um, I think it is. I think it is. Uh, it definitely is for Spotify because I get the Spotify card and I notifications. All right, Sam, question of the day. As a child, and I guess as a teenager as well, favorite video game console? Um, I would say the one that I spent most of my time on is the DS, the Nintendo DS. Um, like, did you have a DSi or DS? Well, I actually had, like, because I was kind of at the tail end of the DS era. So I got my cousin's hand-me-down DSi, or I got my yeah. the the hand-me-down DS. Then my parents got me a DS, you know, a few years later, and then you know, right as they were kind of phasing out, I got that that three DS. Mm. I never had a three DS. I had I had a green lime green DSi. I love that thing, bro. The mine was black. The pictogram or whatever you like make the the comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that so much, man. Man, you gotta be thinking about it. I really had Mario Party and Mario Kart. Mario Party was the That was the game on the DS. Um I gotta say mine was the Xbox three sixty. Um Cross Street Neighbors, my his my Cross Street Neighbors dad worked for Microsoft, so he had always had the games like early. We'd always go to his house, and I remember the. I just loved, um, you know, playing Minecraft on the Xbox 360. See nothing like it. Still, maybe it still isn't to this day. Yeah. Got one sitting right, right next to me. That I just got last year, new one. Hoping to take it to the university, but that was a bit of a tangent. We're already three minutes in, um, and let's talk about a little call. I mean, excuse me, a little Qatar 2022. Um, obviously, got the semifinals. Um, down goes Portugal in Ronaldo's chance of bringing a World Cup home. Yeah. Portugal. Uh, we got Argentina, Croatia, France versus Morocco. Argentina's up two to zero right now, looking like they're going to win pretty easily against Croatia. Um, Messi already with the goal, you know, looking solid. Argentina as they push to win it all. Uh, final will be on Sunday. Sam, who are you cheering for, and who do you predict? will be this year's uh, World Cup champion? Um, 
France has been looking unstoppable. Um, Mbappe, you know. But the team that I'm cheering for, I mean, if you're not cheering for Morocco, then, you know, you're either from France, Croatia, or Argentina, or, you know, you're a bandwagon. Which, I would say I'm a bandwagon from Morocco. You always cheer for the (laughs) underdog. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's... I'm I'm cheering for Argentina. I just want to see Messi get it done. Also, I mean, I don't I don't want France to win. I think European dominance is. We haven't seen a non-European winner since '02, so well, we'll see a little. Let's see a little non-Europe love for Argentina. And yeah, that's about it. Uh, but you know, big matchup tomorrow: France versus Morocco. Sam, so you're you're taking France, but you're cheering for Morocco. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, for sure. All right, let's move on um, to a little college football. Not, uh, you know, some crickets there. You know, not only one uh, game this past week. Army taking down Navy in the Army-Navy game in overtime. Terrible football. By the way, courtesy of Jack Cole, um, the, the Navy quarterback completed his fifth pass of the season in this game. Um, but shout out to number one fan of Carl Lowry, Stephen Cole, um, and his Army Black Knights on getting the win. Um, you know, didn't expect them to win this year. You know, Navy had gotten hot at the end of the season, uh, but I think that Army is bowl eligible now. I think they're six and six. So, you know, way to go. Uh, moving on to the college football playoff, uh, you got Georgia taking on Ohio State in the Peach Bowl, and Michigan taking on Texas Christian in the Fiesta Bowl. Um, you know, not much news coming out of this besides that. You know, obviously Ohio State will be missing. Uh, Jackson Smith, the Jeeva. Um, but Sam, is anything changing your mind that we're not going to see Georgia and Michigan in the championship? You know, I almost look to uh, Ohio State to make this Georgia game, you know, a game. I don't think that they're just going to not show up. Um, I mean, it's either, you know, Ohio State's going to win in a close one. Ohio State's going to get blown out. And I don't think I see uh, Ohio State getting blown out. Yeah, I mean, I think that this is definitely going to be a ball game. Um, you know, CJ Stroud is still one of the best players in the country. I just question the Ohio State's defense ability to stop the power just across the board of Georgia. I mean, I, I realize that Ohio State's a, a good team, but this Georgia team is next level. Yeah. Or, or, you know, supremely talented, as Mark Murphy would say. Um, you know, this, this Georgia team has got, has got it all. And they got all the tools to repeat. Um, but, Sam, you know, get, looking at the four-team playoff, mm-hmm. you know, give, you have to give a percent chance to, for Georgia to win it all. Where, is, where does that percent chance land? I'm saying they have – just north of a 50% chance to win. I'm going to say 55. Um, okay. And then TCU, I'm going to say less than 1%. I, d- I don't Whoa. think they're that good. That's that's bold. I think that's that they're bold. the the typical, you know, do they deserve this fourth spot? Could we put Alabama in? Could we put Clemson in? Um, I think that 
they are going to get it handed to them by Michigan. Um, I think Michigan, I'm going to give them a 25% chance, and then Ohio State, the 24% chance. That is – oh, no, that's – is that mathematically accurate? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I oh, was. Wait, pay, I was thinking because I said fifty-five. Okay, yeah. So f- fifty-five Georgia, twenty-five Michigan, Michigan, twenty Ohio State, and then one less than one percent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Um, I agree with you. I would limit Ohio State a little bit more, and I would limit Georgia. I'm gonna give Georgia like forty-five, Michigan thirty. And then like Ohio State twenty, and then TCU five. Um, but I do agree with you, Sam. I was reading an article um, on ESPN News today. It was talking. It was ranking all thirty six of the teams that the, you know made the playoff from the last team. Was of course the twenty fifteen Michigan State t- team. They got blown out by thirty eight points. It's kind of like the committee sticks to this rule where they're like the team that deserves it is going to make it, not the best four teams. I think that's what we're seeing with TCU yeah. here. Top four resume, definitely. Top four best teams on the gridiron, eh, I don't know. So that's that's all we got uh, there. You know, no games to talk about. Um, but we'll have some bowl game updates uh, coming at you uh, these next few weeks. Um, so definitely, you know, a lot of excitement there. Uh, but moving on uh, to the NFL, I got a shout-out. Got a shout-out. Uh, the Panthers, you know, obviously – we haven't been covering them as much as normally because you know, the NFL is kind of falling behind college football. But the Panthers have become the talk of Myers Park, you know, uh, the talk of high school. You know, at the sports lunch tables, the Panthers are dominating the conversation. I don't know what's going on at Providence, Sam. Definitely not. Definitely not at Providence. But a lot of people at Myers Park are this big fantasy football contingent. So there's already a sort of an underlying NFL presence. Um, but if you realize what's going on, um, you realize that the Panthers control their own destiny, which is unbelievable um, to imagine and to even think about. Considering you know interim head coach Steve Wilkes, but he's four and four, you know, playing solidly. Sam Darnold came back with a nice game uh, as they beat the Seahawks this week. Um, and just to give you a look inside the the playoff picture right now. Um, you know, Eagles on top of the NFC with the Vikings, the Niners, and the Bucks clinging to that last spot. Then the Cowboys, Commanders, and Giants rounding out the wild card spots. In the AFC, you got the Bills, Chiefs, Ravens, and Titans leading the division with the Bengals, Dolphins, and Patriots in the wild card spots. So interestingly enough, there's a lot of things that can happen here. Um, but just want to mention the Eagles have clinched a playoff berth, um, can clinch the division, I believe, with a win this week. Actually, no, they can't. But the Niners can play to the division with the win. So, excuse me. But the Panthers, you know, playing the Steelers. No Kenny Pickett, Sam. Only Mitch Trubisky. Um, do you think the Steelers have any shot of winning this game, or is the momentum of the Panthers just going to be too much for the Steelers to handle? Um, you know, this is an interesting game. Um, but, you know, although my allegiance lies with the Steelers, I do kind of look at the Panthers to win this game with the momentum. Um, you know, they have all their players. Steelers just don't look great at all. Um, yeah, I mean, they're they're five and eight. 
you know, kind of respectable, but the Panthers are, you know, they're, they're gaining traction. And let me point to, to kind of the, the path to the playoffs here for the Panthers. Um, so they play the Buccaneers in the last four games. They play four games against four losing teams. They play the Steelers, the Lions, the Bucks, and the Saints. Ideally, you win three games, and one of those includes the Buccaneers. You're pretty much in because the Buccaneers have a, a more difficult schedule. So you could win just one. You could technically get in at seven and ten, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. But I think eight and nine with a win over the Buccaneers is the most likely path, and then most likely that four spot will play the Cowboys at home. And Panthers Cowboys would be a big matchup because there's a lot of Cowboys fans in Charlotte, if you haven't noticed. Um, so that would be that'd be cool, but just gain some traction. Um, San Darnold with the great week. Um, the let me just I want to I want to congratulate Sam. I know he's gonna enjoy this. We had an argument while we were watching this. You know the Panthers Seahawks game. You know how do you pronounce the name of the running back? And why can't I why can't I find his name? Oh, it's D apostrophe O N T A. And I thought it was Daanta, but it's Dante. Oh, so we were both wrong? No, you said Dante. No, you were I right. it was Deonte. Maybe it is Deonte, but I thought it was Daanta. Anyway, I was just completely wrong. I just wanted to, I just thought that was a cool tidbit. Yeah. But, yeah, the Panthers got the momentum, and uh, I'd like to see them get a playoff game. Be cool, win the division, even with this terrible year, but – the question is, this is a good Sam question. Sam's going to have a nice answer. I feel it. You ready, Sam, I'm for ready. this question? If the Panthers make the playoffs, even as terrible of a season they had, do you keep Steve Wilkes in his position, or do you search for a different, you know, non-interim head coach? Well, I mean, I think it depends on how the season ends. Um, Let's say a wild card loss to the Cowboys. Well, I'm saying record-wise, like, do the Panthers? Okay, we'll say eight and nine, and Steve Wilkes will have gone. He would have gone seven and um, five on the season. I mean, I think you stay with Steve Wilkes because why would you go? Like at some point, you know what can a coach do? I mean, you pay um, Matt Rule. What was it like? Too much. Yeah, That's all. Too much. <laughs> And you got this guy who's doing better than Matt Rule ever did. You know, why don't you stick with him, see how that works out? Yeah, I mean, it, the culture is really changing. Um, and I like the things that Steve Wilkes is doing. Finally, I've got his name down. I, I, I didn't, you know, I wasn't watching the Panther games like I should be. But I'm going to tell you this. We were saying this. You know, what? If, this has always happened where the Panthers, you know, everybody's going to start watching the games and then they're going to let us down again. Yeah. Because that's just the Panthers. Um, but, you know, it's just the life of being a Charlotte professional sports fan. Um, speaking of more sadness, uh, the Hornets, uh, they just have the, the wheels have fallen off the train. Well, I guess the wheels have fallen off the bus. But, it, I mean, it wouldn't, be, it wouldn't be very good if the wheels fell off the train either. Mm-hmm. It would be sliding on the tracks. Um, you know, the, there's, just no, there's just no fluidity. Fluidity? Fluidity, I think. Fluidity, uh, we know with this team, uh, you know, currently seven and twenty, uh, second worst record in the uh, Eastern Conference. Uh, losses 
you know, throughout the week to the Knicks, the Nets, and the 76ers. The Nets game was kind of close, but other than that, I mean, just complete blowouts. But the Pistons, Hawks, and Nuggets, and the Kings uh, next week. Um, you know, not much to say there. Um, interesting things we do have to cover, though, in the NBA. Um, you know, things are looking very normal in the East. But the West, if you'll notice, the New Orleans Pelicans are at the top of the Western Conference. Thanks to back-to-back wins against the defending, uh, easy, I guess, two years ago, you know, defending. You know, they won two years ago, the Phoenix Suns. Um, and then the end of the first game, Zion, you know, they're up by, you know, nine. Zion steals the ball with about five seconds left, runs on the floor and throws down a 360 windmill. Sam, foul play, or is this cool? I think it's cool. Like, like if you're getting upset about that, like, you need to get over yourself. Like, Yeah, and I think it was important that they came back. That was the first game. In the second game, they came back and beat them again. So I mean, the Suns got all up in their face. I mean, he's doing yeah. that for the fans. I mean, right. I mean, they got the Suns trying to be all get up in their face. We are the you know kind of the defending guard in this conference. Uh, but there is there is change coming. Uh, Phoenix has slipped to the four spot. Um, New Orleans, Memphis, uh, and Denver hold the top three with Sacramento close behind in the five spot. Um, obviously, the Warriors continue to struggle at the nine spot. Lakers, you know, had a mediocre week. Uh, they're at eleven fifteen. Um, they suffered a loss in overtime to the 76ers, a big time loss in overtime in terms of eleven point loss in overtime. And then tonight you got Celtics, Lakers. Um, in Los Angeles, so that'll be a, a certainly a nice matchup. You get to see LeBron versus Tatum. Um, you know, do want to point out uh, the loss of uh, of Paul Silas. Um, you know, one of the most prolific uh, head coaches in Hornets slash Bobcat history. Uh, took the Hornets to three straight playoffs. Um, he will be missed, um, but he had an incredible coaching tenure, and I would say he's a Charlotte legend. In terms of you know accomplishment and uh, you know stature in the community. All right. Finally, uh, moving to college basketball, the Tar Heels managed to get a win. Uh, still unranked, um, but they they got a win against Georgia Tech. Look a lot better. Um, you know Armando Baycott passing the ball around. You know just doing you know the things that make this team you know a great team in March last year. And I got to ask you, Sam, you know, you're seeing an interesting dynamic with these Miami and with Miami and Virginia Tech. Both these teams are, you know, one loss teams, you know, 11 and one and 10 and one respectively. They got ranked 25 and 24, haven't really played anybody. Um, do they deserve that credit or is the ACC lost its validity in terms of if a team has a good record in the ACC, they deserve to be ranked? What are your thoughts? Do you think the ACC still has that kind of validity as a conference, or have they kind of lost their touch a little bit? Um, I mean, definitely a little bit of lost validity. Um, but still, I think that, you know, the ACC is the premier basketball conference. Um, and I think that, you know, despite not having any marquee wins, you know, being undefeated, almost undefeated, you know, I mean, that means something. It, like, it's hard to win 11 straight games, um, so. Yeah, 
I totally agree with you, and I think that you know the rankings don't matter that much this early in the season. But there has been some some uproar among the uh, journalists of the college basketball world. Uh, North Carolina has a double, uh, not double header, but double matchup this week, taking on the Citadel tonight at home, and then heading up to Madison Square Garden to take on Ohio State. Uh, that game's three o'clock on CBS. Um, you can tune in on your television sets. Interesting matchup here. Um, you know, obviously North Carolina has the advantage in terms of bigs. Ohio State will be favored slightly, um, but Zed Key is the you know the guy you want to watch out for, power forward for Ohio State. Um, it should be a nice matchup. Obviously, love watching games at Madison Square Garden. So if you're going to watch any of the non-conference games, you know that's could be a nice one. And of course, next week you got the Jump Man Invitational coming up with Michigan and uh, North Carolina. Sam and I were going to go to this, but Miles Harb, I mean, he's kind of been despondent with our tickets, so. Yeah. It's it's kind of up in the air at this point. Um, but some general things we should clean up before we end this episode um, is the Brittany Griner situation. Uh, she has been released from prison uh, in Russia, and she's back in the United States, uh, back tr- training, uh, practicing um, with her team. And Sam, obviously, this is a you know political issue. Um, you could argue a militaristic issue that we have in our hands. Certainly, a basketball issue. Um, you know, just give us a general Sam Carter viewpoint on the whole entire situation. Well, one, you know, what was she doing selling marijuana in Russia? I mean, that's the first kind of question that I have and then the other question is why are we giving up a Russian arms dealer for a WNBA player um I mean the it just kind of doesn't add up to me uh but you know I don't really like they call this guy the merchant of death like I mean maybe if it was like something near the equivalent of what Brittany Griner means to people in America. Obviously, you know, it's important. Uh, she's important to her family and all that. But I think that, you know, world safety, uh, you know, comes before WNBA. Yeah, I mean, there's certainly a lot of questions, um, and it'll certainly be interesting to see how this kind of develops as she tries to, you know, re-enter the league heading into this next season. Um, but it, it's 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 a swirl of emotion for sure. And uh, you know, lastly, opinion question for Mr. Sam Carter. Um, the NFL, um, you know, this is the one of the unique years where Christmas falls on a Sunday, and so the NFL is playing games. One o'clock on Christmas Eve. Um, you know the Panthers play the Lions at one o'clock on Christmas Eve, and then you have three NFL games on. Uh, you know, de- de- December twenty fifth. You got the Packers and the Dolphins, Broncos and the Rams, and the Buccaneers and the Cardinals. Certainly not any marquee matchups, um, but you know nationally televised games. Now, Sam, this obviously conflicts um, with the NBA's Christmas right. typical Christmas. A stronghold, you know, with their, you know, marquee being one of the biggest days of the NBA calendar. Do you like what? I mean, do you like the move? Is this, 
this is encroaching in territory. Um, you know, just what are your thoughts on the situation? Well, you know, personally, I don't really care. It's just, you know, more stuff to watch. But, you know, Thanksgiving, NFL, you know, they go hand in hand. Um, then Christmas Day, NBA, it's like peas and carrots. Um, so personally, I don't care. But, you know, looking at it, you know, Sarah was biased one way or the other. I'm saying leave Christmas Day to the NBA. Well, I mean, we, we have seen some nice Christmas Day matchups. Certainly um, that Steelers-Ravens game with the striped unis back with the uh, Antonio Brown game-winning touchdown. Can't remember what year that was, but that was that was memorable. I'm just saying that there's some there's some there's some life on the concept, uh, but the games are not they're not tremendous. Uh, you're looking at uh, you're looking at uh, yeah I already, I already mentioned them, but none of these teams. I mean, besides the Dolphins, are above 500, so nothing too out of this world spectacular. Um, and that's gonna do it. Uh, that's all we got to, t- to cover. Kind of a low key Cardin Lowry uh, to build you up for the Christmas special next week. Third annual, um, you know, you know, I'm really excited. Uh, I think we're going to try to bring a little diversity in terms of a style, and we're going to try to make it the best episode yet. Uh, Sam, any final thoughts? Nope. All right, well, that is going to do it for episode number 102 of Cardin Lowry. And you hear from us next Tuesday.